Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast and it's um, quite an eventful one today um, for a couple of reasons. One is that I am really, really happy that um, I have a new partner on uh, the Desi Sportscast. Um, I can't, couldn't be more happier. We've been in discussion for a while and um, he's been on the show uh, quite a few times, made a huge impact, um, but uh, it's a really warm welcome to my new partner, Nevin Nevin Thomas. How are you, Nevin? I'm doing good, except for a very bad cold that I'm carrying, but I've been very, <laughs> I'm doing good otherwise. Oh, I'm looking forward for the, uh, to the partnership. Uh, I think uh, uh, let's hope this uh, football season will be very exciting and we'll come up with really interesting entertaining and exciting content well with you on the show it's guaranteed so um i'm really you know i couldn't be happier to uh partner with yourself um it's um, a huge boost uh, for the podcast to have you regularly here as a proper partner um and i'm really looking forward to um what will be uh my first full season of uh Indian football, so I'm really looking forward to it. But I have, um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to yep. uh, the season. Um, uh, but there's a big game before. Um, what we're hoping to do is do regular podcasts on the I League and the ISL. We'll do some preview shows and then review shows as the season goes. Uh, but today uh, we're going to focus on a huge game uh, for India in the World Cup qualifiers um, on Tuesday versus Bangladesh. Um, I don't think we could have, or we could have picked a bigger um, stadium, and incredible to have it in Kolkata. Um, your first uh, thoughts on the game being played in Kolkata? It sounds like if it's going to be a sellout. Yeah, I think it's going to be a sellout for sure because I think that's been a trend wherever India's been playing recently. Uh, be it in Gujarat, be it in uh, Guwahati. So we've seen that trend. So I'm expecting a huge turnout in Calcutta. And, and I also think there's a lot of uh, politics involved because uh, they are actually playing their neighbor in Bangladesh. So there's also a lot of uh, history and a lot of socio-political history involved in this match as well. So I, I'm expecting a, a good turnout for the match. Yeah, yeah, obviously with the, the neighbors being um, right next door. Um, uh, so interest was already going to be there. But I think um, I, I think it's brilliant. Uh, Coach Dimak did say that he wanted... Uh, a full stadium and I think he's going to get it so it's now down to the Definitely, team yeah. so um, the atmosphere exactly. is going to be incredible and but it's going mm-hmm. to be a big um, mindset change from the last game where it was all about defence and um, keeping Qatar uh, to a low score but we came out with that incredible nil-nil away from there um so we'll talk about the tactics and what we think but i've got to Mm -hmm. mention a couple of things um that have happened recently um we had a warm-up game against uh uh, the northeast uh um, isl team uh but we lost uh sandesh how big a loss is he huge huge i i mean i don't think uh there is a more influential person in the team say apart from chetri uh sandesh has been like a Stalwart, sort of, uh, in, in that uh, central defense, and he is he is essentially uh, the anchor point for that defense. So it's going to be a huge miss. And they're talking; it's a really serious injury. Uh, he could be yeah. out for uh, six to nine months. Correct, correct. Uh, he's expected to miss the entire ISL season as well. It's an ACL injury. So uh, th- that's what the press release and that's what the AFF is saying as well. A minimum of six months. So. 
that that'll be hard not just for uh, the indian team also his club kerala blasters but uh, we have to find solution that's that's a whole that's a whole point right i mean the one the good thing is that um, we're not going to be looking at the defensive lineup hopefully against bangladesh but uh, to lose him for such a long time it's going to be a huge loss um i've been Correct. reading um people's reactions to that and um, mm-hmm. who might replace him and everybody's struggling to there's not an obvious replacement what are your thoughts on that uh i i agree i don't think uh, there is an obvious replacement because he is the captain of the defense so you can't replace somebody like that uh, with another figure right so they've got the experienced anas in the in the lineup who came back from retirement uh, because the match wanted him so anas is an option but he's not had a lot of game time recently and hence it's going to be very interesting uh, whether he's going to get the nod i personally feel it's uh, not going to be anas or uh narendra young narendra who's uh, made his debut under steve match i i feel in subhashish bose they've got a decent uh, sent back though his natural position is to play in the left back and uh, since he's a left footer player as well i think uh, he and adil would be the ideal combination in in the center so you're going and who does he play for bose uh he plays for mumbai Right. Okay. So he normally plays yeah. left back, but you think he's good enough to play? He center? he has played centre back for uh, uh, Stephen Constantine's India as well. So Constantine saw a centre back in him, and I personally feel that's his that's his better position because he's not most paciest as the left back. So uh, sometimes if he is drawn forward, uh, that gives opportunity for defenders to exploit that space. So I think as a centre back, uh, he can uh, he can contribute more. That's it. he's not been in the best form recently and uh, um it, it's it's going to be a gamble on who uh, match, whoever team match plays so in terms of narendra he's he's young and i feel he's he needs another one season at least uh, to uh, uh improve uh, so, uh, like i'm saying like narendra needs at least 20 matches in his uh, cv before uh, he really uh, you know gets to that level to play for india and uh, there is anas again anas was brought back from retirement he has not had a lot of game time he himself has had a lot of injuries so again i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't fancy him as a center back right although um, a lot of people are saying that he is probably going to be picked but um, you think it'll be better going with uh, both sorry sorry i missed your uh... No, it's just saying that a lot of people are saying that it's most likely to be um uh honest or will partner a deal. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's what uh, commonly is understood. That's also down to the fact that Anas uh, did start the uh, the friendly uh, against Northeast United. So I think uh, that's why a lot of people are saying that. Uh, which also brings me another point because if you looked uh, if you looked at the squad and I couldn't see the match I just went through the squad and I saw Adil, Jingan, and Anas started that match. So I don't know whether they played a three-man back in that match because they also had like uh, uh, those are the only three recognized uh, uh, defenders in that squad: uh, Rainier, Vini, Sahal. They're obviously midfield. Manmeer, Udanta, Ashik, Chetri. They are all all attackers. So it it almost looked like. Uh, Steve Match was preparing his team for a three-man uh, uh, 
defense so now that's unlikely considering uh, um the injury to sandesh but uh, i don't know whether anas is a guaranteed starter right um what did you think of that i thought it was a good idea to play that warm up again against a local isl team um what did you think of that idea i think uh, any any warm up match any everything is good so that way i wouldn't complain by the because we are uh, we as indian footballers don't get a lot of game time so any match that they can play is really good we ended up losing sandesh jingen so <laughs> so they didn't really turn out well but uh, that's it that's also a common trend these days it seems like uh, even the isl clubs want to go out and go out and spend on pcs and they are in fact happy or just playing each other in india so that seems to be a trend so north east also got a good uh, good uh, warm up towards their their season and uh, i mean what to do what else we could have played a bhutan or a nepal but it's not like they offer a lot either in terms of uh, quality opposition i think that's uh, a north east is probably better than a bhutan side so Yeah, I think Bangladesh played uh, Bhutan yeah. a couple of times, but I'm not sure how much they learned. But we'll talk about Bangladesh in a second. And we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. there's going to be a different mindset from the game against Qatar. Um, my opinion correct, is correct. that um, goal difference it might come to goal difference in the end. So um, mm-hmm. and Stimak is known is known for playing open football, but he's not known for playing attacking football. Uh, mm-hmm. wh- what do you think about um, our lineup and um, whether we're capable of getting a few goals against Bangladesh? Um, I think uh, it's we shouldn't underestimate Bangladesh. They are a decent outfit with a couple of very good players in there. But uh, that said, I think uh, our mindset should be to win rather than look for scoring four goals or five goals. I think India needs to understand what our players are. and uh, getting a win is vital more than you know trying to score four and in the end giving away two goals because we are going to miss our best center back in the match so we cannot sacrifice our defense and go out all attack because bangladesh could score in you know two counters and two goals so we don't want to open up that situation ever that's it i think uh, uh, i am expecting steam as to play a, a 4231 that's uh, that's a formation that he's liked and uh, with rainier back in the squad so i'm expecting rainier and anirudh apart to sort of anchor the midfield and probably sahal or bandin can be that third midfield in the center midfielder in the center or as chief uh, orchestrator in a in a number 10 position and we've got the main chetri back as well yeah we've got chetri back and uh, we've got ashik fit again so in fact if you notice we have a front three of bangalore players so we've got ashik chetri and udanta who will most likely be the front three combination for bangalore fc as well this season so that could be that could be really good news for india because we are, we have three attackers playing for the same team so they'll have a good combination and they'll have a good understanding of each other so i think going forward we're good again uh, chetri i hate to say this but it might well be that we we are in that uh, phase where he's starting to decline a little bit i think he's i think he's got a lot of goals in him though but that's it i am afraid we don't have a really good backup in say a manveer or a balwant so let's see let's hope chetri has go- got those goals for him uh, in him and uh, hopefully he'll come up with like a 2-0 or a 3-0 
I, I really want to stress on that nail because it's very important for India's confidence that we don't concede. We had a very good defensive performance against Qatar, and now we need to ensure that we stay stable in the back. Uh, something I read during the week is, uh, and you've been watching uh, Indian football for a long time, um, but mm-hmm. um, when we go one nil up, um, we seem to then play defensively. Uh, maybe that's down to Correct, the coach, yeah. and maybe Stimak is mm-hmm. um, different, and he's, al- he's already saying that uh, it'll be 90 minutes of um, attacking play. Um, is that mm-hmm. a mindset of Indian players that we go one nil up and then you know take the foot off the pedal? Is that something that you you agree with that that's I, been I, the history of Indian football? We we we've seen that we've seen that trend a lot. I don't know who is to be blamed though. Is it the is it the players? Is it the management? Because I don't think a coach can just wash his hands off this deal saying it's the players and it's their mentality. It's up to the coach to, you know, inspire them and keep them on their heels for 90 minutes. So, it's also strategy. You, maybe uh, our players having a very open attacking football for 60 minutes means they sort of uh, fizzle down and the last 20 minutes they don't have the gas in them to continue. So, that could be one thing because against Qatar, we were just sitting back and, you know, mm-hmm. sticking to our position and that meant we could do it for 90 minutes so maybe a open attacking 90 minutes is not uh is not something this team can do i don't want to sound <laughs> anti-national here but uh, we have to understand what our team is and what our players are capable of right so uh that could be a reason why we are fading in these matches that we have actually dominated so in the first half you go out all guns blazing you score that one goal and then you are tired and you can't keep up the tempo say from 70th to 90th minute and which is why we have that one error in us which the opposition has always punished yeah i mean the, the classic uh, one was um against um oman really good correct, first correct, half yeah. one nil up and in the second half mm-hmm. i thought we just um, took the um four off the gas and uh, we paid correct, a, yeah. p- paid a huge price for that so um it'll yeah. be interesting to see if i mean uh, when we go uh hopefully in the lead, uh, what happens to mm-hmm. the mindset. I think that'll give us a good idea as to whether the players are now being mentally transformed to keep on attacking or not. Um, talking about the opposition, you said not to take them lightly, uh, but mm-hmm. Bangladesh aren't, haven't got a good record in international football. Um, I know correct, that correct. their ranking is very, very low. I think they're about 180, mm-hmm. something like that. They've just lost on correct, Thursday. Yeah. Again, that, uh, it wasn't a bad result when you think about losing 2-0 to Qatar. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't a paddy field. <laughs> was it? It was a horrible pitch. Uh, to, uh, you, I don't even know whether we can call it a pitch and I don't know how an international match of this standard was allowed to, you know, be hosted in such a ground. It was pathetic. The ball wasn't moving. It was like literally being stopped by water in between and all that. Um, well played to Qatar to, you know, come up with that result. Really? Um, I, I didn't yeah. see any coverage. I've not read about it. So it's interesting. I, saying... I only saw a couple of these goals, uh, but you could see the... Uh, you could see the sadness in the players of... Uh, in uh, in On the faces of Qatar players. They were just... They were, they were. I think the team is lucky to escape without an injury. It was a bad pitch. Really? Wow. Yeah. And that's the national stadium in Dakar. I think that's where they played. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, really uh, surprised to hear that. Um, but but I think it's a strategy. Why uh, not? Maybe if if that's within the rules and if their players are capable of playing in that kind of conditions, 
Why make it easier for uh, uh, Qatar and why make them a very good pitch so they can come score 10 goals against them? So, yeah, so that's, that, that's one way of looking at it. Don't give them a carpet <laughs> yeah. of a pitch so they can show their skills. Exactly. Um, but also looking at the other way, Bangladesh would have seen our performance against um, Qatar and thinking obviously it's mm-hmm. equivalent for them coming to India. They're expecting to lose. So you think they're going to be a very defensive 90 minute game uh, so we have to be maybe pa- and, India, India and has to be patient basically the correct, crowd correct. has to be patient absolutely exactly yeah uh, I, yeah i think ex- i'm expecting that as well and hopefully try to hit us on a counter or two uh, especially with a dis- defense that is now uh, without sandesh jingen we are always prone to that very good counter attack so like like the expectations i hope we don't go all guns blazing from the first minute thinking bangladesh is going to be a walkover it's not going to be the case they're going to be like packing their defense and you know hoping to frustrate india for good 50 60 minutes and then try to salvage something out of the match if you're looking at uh, the counter attack uh, obviously uh, the main thing they look at is a central defender with a little bit of pace any mm-hmm. anybody in uh, either in central midfield or of uh, uh, defensive line that's got uh, pace in the bangladesh line i'm not very sure i i'm not really like i i did check their uh, results against uh, bhutan but again i don't know whether that is the uh, that is a that's a good measure of really understanding whether these players are super or not but that said uh, in our uh, afc competitions afc cup uh india was knocked out by a uh, dhaka club abani dhaka and uh, we had in in same group there was minerva punjab and chennai nfc but both failed to qualify and dhaka did so uh it so that shows that the football isn't really far off from the standards in india uh it was obviously uh, abani was helped by their foreign players they mm-hmm. were obviously uh the game changers there but that's it Uh, that's what i'm trying to say it's, it, this gulf in class by just looking at the rank might be uh, you know might not be really true uh, it might not we uh, there might not be like uh, 80 country difference in our football uh, so that's it uh, i think as indian fans as indian football fans it's it's important for us to be patient and don't underestimate our opposition because it's also very important like for if we have any chance of making it to the asian cup so this is an important result for us we have to win this match oh yeah i mean when you look at the next uh, i mean november is going to be huge that will decide our fate um i think uh, because we Correct. were away to mm-hmm. afghanistan then away to oman uh, but this one mm-hmm. is obviously each you know the old saying of take each game uh, at a time so we need to win Correct, I, yeah. I, I, although my, my initial thoughts were that we need to get a few goals against bangladesh i think i'm mm-hmm. coming around to your view that um, a win is more important than the scoreline and exactly. we need to yeah. uh, keep a clean sheet i think that'll be important uh, but Correct. it's the first game in kolkata for 8 years um and the crowd needs because it will be a huge crowd with going in with expectations but hopefully they'll be Correct. patient if it's still nil nil after 20 25 minutes I'm hoping now that uh, you you talk you're in good relationship with the blue pilgrims as well. They have sort of set that culture. You can see that uh, they go and sort of uh, set the tempo in the fans as well. So as long as there's big one, you know, family there in that crowd and you know 
chanting and you know always uh, supporting even when we go go down so the other fans in the stadium will also do what they are doing it won't be like it uh, like won't be the section of indian fans are frustrated and the other section is clapping uh, it's very likely that the entire crowd entire 60000 or 70000 is going to turn up will be doing what the blue pilgrims are doing so hopefully i think they will be patient enough and hopefully we'll have a goal in the first half and everybody is not so tensed and enjoying the match yeah i think if we get a uh, early goal then that will settle the crowd and uh, then we can see Correct, hopefully yeah. a bit more in a relaxed india um and um they can play their natural football because they will be under pressure to win uh, no doubt about it correct correct yeah um, definitely y- you've seen um a lot of football around india um mm-hmm. sitting from the outside here in the uk and i've seen a few mm-hmm. youtube uh, videos and stuff do you think the atmosphere in kolkata is the best in india or is that not fair <laughs> uh because it's, i also very, I, I, see, uh, i also saw the yeah. uh, games against mumbai in mumbai in the um mm-hmm. uh, intercontinental cup as well and that was incredible Correct, but yeah. it's just the yeah. size of the crowd uh, w- yeah it's like is something else the whole uh, i just remember the first time and thankfully i was with a football team then and so the my first view of uh, um of the ground is walking through the tunnel and then entering the pitch so i had wow. like this goosebumps moment where in see salt lake is the uh, mecca for indian football whether you like it or not so if there is something about playing there they uh, salt lake has also got the best pitch one of the best pitch in the country so that the atmosphere the, the the football is bound to be good whether when you talk about fan culture and whether it's the best fan experience i don't know where to where to stick to them you know, it depends on like i i usually uh stop myself from commenting because i also think what happens in kerala during a kerala blasters match is massive especially in the uh, earlier seasons of you know 1 2 3 you have 60000 people turning up in yellow and you've had foreign players the likes of west brown and uh, uh all these uh, internationals coming in and saying wow we've we've hardly seen anything like this because even in a in a, even in a stamford bridge in london we have around 40 45000 capacity So we are talking about a bigger stadium and we are talking about a good 50,000 turning up in yellow. Uh and similarly uh, it's a different atmosphere something uh, in Bangalore where they way more organized they come up with more innovative chants and uh, so I think the fan culture sort of varies also because of the difference in the socio political economic background. Uh, you know the background of the audience so what happens in kerala or what happens in uh, bengal or what happens in goa might be different from what happens in nandeli uh, in bombay or what happens in a bangalore right okay. so i don't know where to sit down and say which is best <laughs> because i think yeah i think we can agree that each is unique i think that's from what you're yeah. saying and uh, but i'm really All looking right. forward to the game um um so am i yeah I have to end by asking for a prediction. This is something that you've become <laughs> well known for now and um so um I'm going to hit you with mine. I think we'll win 3-0. I'm always an optimist, so you'll get used to this. <laughs> I support Leicester City, that's so good, I have to be uh, one of us need to be optimistic. I, well, being a Leicester fan, I'm always optimistic. So, um I'm going yeah, for 3-0. Yeah. What, what do you think? Um <laughs> I'm predicting a 2-1 to India. 2-1. Yeah. 
Okay, so you think Bangladesh will uh, get a goal against us? Well, um, either way, it's a win for India. So um, let's yeah. um, let's hope for that's the <laughs> let's main hope thing. That, yeah, let's hope that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So um, absolutely brilliant uh, speaking to you today. Um, like I said to uh, our listeners, uh, it's a, a start of a new partnership. Um, really looking forward to speaking to you again uh, in upcoming uh, yeah. shows. Uh, we are going to do a preview show on the ISL, which will come out this week. So. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and um, hopefully your uh, cold gets a little bit better as we uh, progress through the season. <laughs> I hope so as well because it's, it's been a mad one month because I'm frustrated. It's People think that I have a nasal uh, sounding voice. Because <laughs> I've been having a blocked nose for at least one month. It's probably more than one month now. Well, I don't know what I can do. It, it needs to stop raining and we need to um, send you some cold medicine from England because, trust me, we have <laughs> yeah. plenty of it and the winter started here. So Please, 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 <laughs> please send it across. <laughs> We're used to that. But absolutely fantastic, yeah. Avin. Brilliant uh, talking to you. I'm looking forward to Likewise, the game. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll speak to you very soon again. Thank you. Take care and have a great Bye. evening in yeah. uh, uh, Kerala. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.